This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Friends, welcome back to another episode of A Tiny Revolution, a podcast about ordinary folks living revolutionary lives. I'm Kevin, and this episode is so much fun. I got to talk to one of my friends from the TikToks. Um, his name's Jay Crum, and he is an award-winning rapper, producer, graphic artist based out of Omaha, Nebraska. Originally from Detroit, he's a modern-day Renaissance man blending a myriad of artistic skills and social media savvy, sharp business acumen, and attaining great success with it. His music is absolutely delicious, and on top of being really good, it also speaks to what many of us out here in deconstruction land are experiencing. What happens when we gain clarity about our life? What happens when we finally wake up to the truth of who we are? And what happens when we lose a lot of the stuff that was so dear to us? In this conversation, me and Jay go real in on being out here on the internet as creatives, about his work, and also about the fucking algorithm, because my God, is it frustrating. Anyways, I know that you're going to love this episode. You can find all of his stuff at jcrummusic.com. Make sure you're following him over on TikTok. His handle is jcrummusic. That's C-U-R-M, no B on the end. Anyways, I love y'all. Thanks for tuning in for another episode, and enjoy this conversation with my new internet friend. Ugh, I just love him so much. This is my interview with jcrumb. Welcome yeah. to our friendship, if you'd like to be friends. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, first off, I fucking love your music. It's very good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's like you've I, been doing um, it a while or something. Yeah, you know, just a little something, a little something new, you know, but turns out I'm good at it, so I'll just keep going. What a treat. <laughs> Find out you're good at something. Right, right, um, right. Before we go further, how do you, this is a question I ask everyone, how do you introduce yourself right now? to people what do you mean like um, like you you are at some sort of kickback with your friends and someone's okay. like hey i'm kevin and you're like hey and i'm like so like what's your thing what do you, oh like, yeah hey i'm you know i'm jay um jay crumb um i you know i make music yeah i guess <laughs> i don't know i i would just tell them yeah i would just tell them my name i'm jay crumb and you know um made music for a few years I have a uh, creative agency called Streetlight Sounds, where I help independent artists brand themselves. I help them market themselves. I help them, you know, if they need, it's kind of like a one-stop shop for independent artists. So if they need graphic design, things like that, we can help them out with all yes. that stuff. Consultations, all that. So, yeah. Listen, if you're if you're an indie artist out here, boy, do I've got a do I got the person for you. Yeah, check us out. I have a course right now called Artists Elevate that um, has like I, this isn't even me trying to like like uh, no pat myself listen, on the back, but listen, like in, in this house we pat ourselves on the back. Okay, we stand bet, bet, ourselves bet. because if we're not going to stand ourselves, who's going to do it? I hear you. I hear you. But this course I made is very good, and the people who have taken it have have said. I have multiple people who have said it has changed their life, and so. Um, so yeah, so if that's something that you're interested in and as well, please check us out. Uh streetlightsounds.co. Um, if you're an independent artist or even a small business, we would love we we can still help you out. Content creators, we can help you out. We can do all that. So yeah. Ugh. I mean, I'm gonna call you. I think I need a yeah. I'm okay, it's so like dead ass. Like it's like the thing I'm looking for right now is just like I need uh hey, I need someone to like take the videos that come from like this little thing. Make it into a bazillion TikToks. I need somebody to render it into an to an Instagram. I need because like I can do that. I know how to do that. I just don't want to. I, hate I hear it. you. I hear you. I hear you. Ugh. Yeah. No. Like creating. Cre like so. 
you're, you have the right idea, right? Because you have like this big macro piece of content that can exist in itself, but there's so many things that you can, you know, repurpose it for. And what I find is a lot of people don't repurpose their content. So like, you know, you could take sound bites from things like this and, you know, you can create content for the next couple of weeks, you know, um, just out of this long form conversation. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the plan. Um, and I'm also really glad I get to talk to you. Cause like, I also, I'm, I'm starting to tap into like my TikTok friends out there. Mm -hmm. It's like, I just find it to be the most fascinating little <laughs> thing. Like, yeah. like everything, like, I know it's like, it has its toxic things because it's the internet and it's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, white supremacy and capitalism all the way through turtles all the way down on that. And still social media still proves to be a fertile ground for a lot of people to like make their start or at least like, yeah, to find their people. Mm -hmm. um, has that been like your, has that been your experience? Um, yeah. Yeah. As somebody who's um, like, especially using it as a, as a platform to promote your music too. Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the things I've, you know, cause I mean, I started, I was into like social media back when like MySpace was like mm -hmm. popping. So like, you know, I was in high school, but I was making music then too. So trying to figure that out. And so as, as time has changed and things have evolved, you know, and things will continue to, but like me trying to stay ahead of the curve, right. And me trying to, to create content that works and, you know, trying not to be late to the party on certain things has been something I've been trying to do. Um, I did get, I did get into TikTok a little late. Um, oh, but, same. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Cause I, for the, for the longest, it was like, it was a, like a kid's app. Like it was a kid's dance app for a while. And I, yeah. You know, that, that was music, music, dot, music. Ly. And everyone's just like, uh, musically. Yeah. Yeah. And just people dancing, you know? And for me, it was like, all right, listen, I'm, I'm pushing 30. So, um, <laughs> like you have no business on this app, sir. Um, and so was, <laughs> that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. I'm 32 and I'm out here trying to like, like time these fucking little things and like make yeah. a meme out of myself. Like, God. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, as that's app, as the app has, has evolved, you know, um, you know, we're able to do it. And, and soon, you know, like there, there's going to be a time where TikTok's not it anymore and, you know, something else comes along. So, um, but yeah, social media is really, like you were saying, it is very fertile ground for, you know, um, uh, not just to like start careers, but to make like real relationships. Like um, some of the people I've met just off of TikTok are like some of my closest friends now. Um, and so like, that's been really, that's been really, really cool. Um, and then other forms of social media has existed for that as well. Instagram, I've met people off of Instagram, you know, who, you know, we, we just clicked, you know? And so it's always interesting to see, uh, all the things that can come out of social media. People have built their fortune off of social media. It's, you know, it's I mean, something... it's, how, it's how I pay my bills right now. Like yeah. if, I, if, if I didn't have social media, people wouldn't find me. People wouldn't hire me. Right. Right. Same, same. So, so like um, it's, I, in some ways, like, I don't hate that. I don't, I wouldn't even say that I'm indebted to it. Cause I think a lot of people are just like, like Oh, social media. I got to thank social media. I'm just like, Social media is a phenomena and a tool. I do not have to thank it. I don't have like that's like that's like that's idolatry, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. the you empire wants. Is yeah, you don't owe like it's always like um oh don't criticize like inanimate objects or something like that. It's it's almost like a, it's like a thing of uh it was like the church. Don't criticize mm -hmm. the like for the longest. Don't criticize church. It was like like who, what are we defending? Like, right, really. The church is you know not I mean? like the thing we're criticizing. You know, if you say like we're like we're talking about this big system thing, and you, yeah, we're talking about the problems that this system creates. And if right. you are defending that thing that's causing the problem, and it's like, like you're actually not a part of the problem. You're just mad at the fact that I'm mad. Yeah, <laughs> you're actually a nice you're person. 
Right, right, right. You're mad that I'm mad at a at a a distinct, what? like you don't yeah, like you don't owe you don't like I saw this quote that was really dope. Like your loyalty stops your loyalty stops where the abuse starts. Like, so you know, so if there was something that abusive that came from that and I criticized that, like you don't just allow it to happen or um um make it feel like it's less than because of you know the things you feel like the good like the good things you felt like it provided for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not and so like but it's always interesting, like people defend, you know, but it's the same with social media. No, it built my career. Oh, like, yeah, that's fine. But like it has been scientifically proven, like how it's affected the psychology of of people. You know, I mean, how the depression rates have gone up, right? How the the self image of people um, is b- completely determined by, you know, mm. how many likes you get on a post, to right. all the way to the point where you have now have social media um, um, entities like Instagram who are considering getting rid of likes, like because of how bad it's affected the psyche of people who use them, you know, or mm-hmm. who who look at them. So like. Um, so it's, I think it's important to, um, to talk about those things because like, yeah, you don't owe them. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's like, we also see the way that like social media, like dis again, disproportionately disenfranchises minority voices and black voices right. and trans voices and queer voices mm-hmm. and women's voice. Like all, you know, again, it's, it's turtles all the way down once again. Um, right. it, it would be one like I'm just like if we could we please just bring back like the timeline feed on everything yeah I miss that because then we're having conversations in real time when they're actually happening you mm-hmm. know and not four days later it's still circulating the internet because of the algorithm serving it to right. us you right. know and then also, like, the, the things that I actually, like, are most, I think for a lot of us, you know, folks who are, like, thoughtful content creators or, like, in some ways trying to make something to, like, help our community in some way to get a better mm-hmm. message out there, we're unable to do that sometimes because I have to feed the beast to stay relevant. I got to hook the fish. Right. I right. have to become a product in order to get some, to be worthy of someone's attention so I can say, hey, do you know that? I love you. Do you know that God? Loves yeah. Like, yeah, oh. yeah. 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 That, uh, which then sets it up for people to say things to you. Like you're a brand and a product, you know, um, where, you know, you, it leaves room for people to dehumanize you. Um, and that is, you know, that's, the, that's one of the hardest parts of, of this thing, you know, because people then just view you for, what you provide for them. Yeah. Right. Like you don't see that you're a person with feelings and emotions and trauma and yes. all those things behind, yeah. you know, behind that screen. So like, I, I know the thing I've seen going on on your sphere is just like you, you told the world, guess what? I don't believe Jesus is the way. Yeah. Yeah. Or at <laughs> least not the only way. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a way yeah. he's nice. He's, he's lit. Yeah. Right. But, right. uh, and I've seen how people react to you just like, I mean, it's, it was like the, when I came out, it was like same shit, same shit, different story. Yeah. It's just like, just like you're being deceived. Like the elders of my old church who hadn't talked to me in six months were hitting me up. Like, yeah. 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 That was the same people, people, people who had, had, you know, uh, never spoken to me. Never spoken to you. Right. Just- right. Right. They don't, they've never spoken to me. Yeah, yeah. The people that I haven't spoken to in forever hit me up. And even, this was the interesting part. The people who had ignored me for a long time. Now, my, my. Now are speaking up. That was always, this, th- here's the crazy part, right? Because like up to the point of me saying, hey, y'all, I don't know if I'm Christian anymore. Um, Up until that point, like I was making Christian music. I was a Christian rapper. You know, I built my whole career on this thing. Um, and so um, 
but there were like more like prominent Christian rappers who are, I was like trying to work with. So when I say I am, uh, I'm agnostic now, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't believe Jesus is the only way anymore. Um, that there are certain things with Christianity that I don't, uh, agree with or identify with anymore. Um, so when I say that, now all of a sudden these people are like, yo, let's talk. Let's, yo, hit me up. Let's, yo. And it was always, a, that was, that. that's the part that I still haven't figured out. Like why, why Let's now? talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like why now do you want to talk? Why now are we, you know, you want to be friends with me? Why now? Um, I, I don't understand it, but I do not trust it. So I'm kind of like, <laughs> I'm kind of just staying. I don't understand staying it and I do that. not trust it. I'm going yeah. to like. Yeah, and I think yeah. more people need to like to like hear that. Just like if you don't understand what's happening, you should not advance, baby. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, because um, you're setting yourself up for. So, like, listen, man. I, I have, um, I'm be like, like. So I did. Uh, there are people like within that community that are trying so hard to like cancel me, right? Which yeah, sorry, I don't mean to giggle at that. <laughs> Oh no, it's hilarious. Like it's hilarious. Like, so I did the I did the whole Disney Smasher Pass video, right? Yes. And I I, I said I would I, I was like, you know, uh Jessica Rabbit and like Oh yeah, like, listen. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. I was like, listen, I am I am I am the gayest motherfucker yeah. out there. I would <laughs> Yeah, she's. Yeah. I'd let but her smash me, baby. Right, oh. right, right. It's but it's you know, but like it's stupid. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it's not like this isn't. It's not serious. It's stupid. But like there's like a there was a guy who was like who saw it, and he has his own like whole Christian publication or whatever. But it's like super far right and everything like that. And so, um, but they they took that and then said, um, like I'm a predator because. I play Disney Smasher Pass and like how like TikTok is like a, a breeding ground for predators. And I'm like, as if I'm among them because I play Disney Smasher Pass. It's like, um, no, let me, you want to know where the actual ground for predators are? It's called evangelical churches. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so it was like, but it, it was so, like, for me, it was like, dude, this is so ridiculous. Like, let me just have fun with this because this is ridiculous. So I ended up making like an apology video to the um, cartoon community. To the cartoon community. <laughs> I gotta apologize. Yeah, like come on, y'all. Like this is this is ridiculous. Was it immature? Was the was like the yeah sure, but it's stu- like that's stupid. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like I'm a peak millennial so who's almost thirty years old, and you know yeah what? yeah yeah. Please relax. You know so like it, uh, I just like. I want to know, like, what is what is your day like that you've got the time, yeah, to to like, and what about this moment, like, frightened you so much that you had to create a whole ass lie, yeah. So the, for, the and for the what frust- and for whom, yeah. The, so the frustration was he views me as an apostate, right? And what a classical word. Also for people who don't know what apostate is and there are some, can you define it? Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, as far as like somebody who he says like has blasphemed the Holy spirit, right? You are, you are somebody (laughs) who, who has me, you've gone on record and said that you don't, that you don't believe Jesus is the way. So now, and at one point you did. And so now you are an apostate. Um, you've committed apostasy. And so because I've done that and that there are still Christians who are friends with me, that I'm still nice to people, that I'm still within, you know, I'm still like communicating with people. We're still friends. Like, like we, we respect each other's differences. Like he views that as like, no, we need to get this guy out of our community. You know, he is an apostate. And so he's trying to, so now he saw that, okay, well, his apostasy wasn't enough to get me out of here. So now he's looking for um, another reason, you know? And so he's grasping at straws and the straw he chose was Disney Smasher Pass. So, <laughs> you know. 
those straws. Yeah, man. I mean, like, if that's the straw you want to sip with, baby. I mean, <laughs> right, go, listen, man. Go like, ahead, man. Keep keep it up. Like, you just make yourself Kool-Aid, look. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you just make yourself look look terrible. It's all right, though. They make it like you know. that's like they. This is one thing I I and I wanted to, like I want to know like your take on this maybe too is like I. I live for a clapback. I live for a takedown. I live for an expose yeah, yeah. them video. Mm-hmm. And I also find that like, I don't love spending time reacting to stupid people. I don't yeah. like yeah. it. I, it reminds me so much of like at the beginning of my journey when like I came out, it was at Facebook was the place to be. Um, and, and so I found myself just arguing in in DMs and in comment sections <laughs> yeah, and trying yeah. and trying to prove to people, oh no, that this like I'm I'm a real Christian, mm-hmm. um, and I'm I'm now over here not even trying to prove myself as a real Christian, and I'm just trying to say, hey, you should be nicer. Yeah, and and that yeah. apparently is is heresy now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kindness, yeah. the fruit of the spirit. Well, who did it? Who knew? You know, but they'll, they, you know, a lot of a lot of Christians um, will spin it like me telling you this is me being nice, like right. like this is love. Me telling you that you're going to hell is me loving you because you know um, I'm I'm warning you about you know your eternal resting place. You don't you don't want to burn forever, right? And it's this thing of like, what kind of relationship is that? So where like you you there's this thing that's been created for people like, hey, you must love me. And if you don't love me, this is what's going to happen to you. And it's not my choice. You're choosing it. That's not a choice. You know what I mean? Like if you know, if if my mom is like, she's like, hey, eat Brussels sprouts or I'm going to beat your ass. It's like, OK, um, is that really a choice? Because I mean, that 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 is like I think like the, the threat of hell is tantamount to training people for Stockholm syndrome. It's holding yeah. a gun to your head and say, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you promise never to leave me? Do you promise yeah, to yeah. do everything I tell you to do? Or right. like standing there with someone, let's even say with a fucking torch and saying, do you love me? Promise you'll never leave me. Say you'll never leave. Say you love me. Say you love my son. Right. Say you love my son that I killed for tell, you. Tell me I'm good. You know, tell me, you know, like praise me. And people will say I'm being, you know, I'm being heretical by, by saying it like Mm-mm. that. But that's literally like, that's what the scenario is. That is the threat of hell. Yeah, that's the And that's not, and I don't know, uh, I don't think that's love. I'll, like, that is, that's manipulation. That's that's also, like, not choosing God. So even by, that's, like, choice under duress. So even yeah. by the most conservative standards of evangelicalism, it contradicts itself because in order to choose salvation, it must be a choice made of your own volition, right, not right. under duress. right. Um, I rest my case. So one, yeah, right, right. And so when I was deconstructing, one of the very first things I deconstructed was hell, um, which, which was good because it was like, okay, now, I, now at least, <laughs> regardless of what happens, right? Because you know when Jesus was talking oh, about yeah. hell, he was talking about Gehenna, Gehenna, you know, which was an actual place where you know a leprosy colony and all that. Stuff. So it's like one, uh, so it was like one of those things where it's like I don't, I don't have to. Regardless of what happens here, right? I don't have a lake of fire, you know what I mean, to worry about, right? In my whole life, let alone a gay lake of fire. That's my favorite yeah. thing. Is- <laughs> the gay lake of fire. Oh, shit. that's what we always talk about. Just like it's just like, yeah. listen, you're headed for a gay lake of fire, and I'm just like, <laughs> that's, I'm going to start a campground, right? Like right. A, uh, clothing optional. That sounds that. like. Like I'm not gay, but that sounds like fun. Like Liddy. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, hey, welcome to Gay Like a Fire Retreat. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's <laughs> listen, we might have just branded something here. I don't right. know. <laughs> hey, y'all, if you'd be interested in Gay Like a Fire um camping <laughs> retreat, 
right, or right, right. urban camping retreat because I, I don't like camping. So we'll yeah, get yeah, like yeah. a dope house in the city somewhere and we'll yeah. uh, just hang out and do dope <laughs> shit together. Right, right, right. By a pool. Um, By a pool. I'm yeah. done. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so so de- so deconstructing that was um, it, it helped out a lot because it was like okay, um, that's what these words actually mean, you know. Um, the only time where it's ever talking about like fire, like actual like you know fire and place of torment was speaking about where Satan would be casted, and so like so seeing that was like seeing that helped out a lot. Um, but yeah, so now like when, so when people say, you know, are oh, you going to hell? I'm like, oh, well, that's not a real place. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, um, listen, I'm just like, when people say you're going to hell, I'm just like, girl, I'm living in it every day. It's yeah. called, it's called living this conversation, in the South. This conversation is hell. That's what, <laughs> you, not this one, not putting, this one, but yeah, yeah, yeah the conversation me, with me this reading, asshole. Yeah. Me reading your comment is hell. So. Yeah. I'm like, and that's what people don't really understand. It's just like that really is the power we all sort of have with one another. It's like we can put we can either bring each other uh me because I'm a Christian sometimes. We can bring each <laughs> other into heaven or we can put each other in hell. Yeah. And we do it all the time. And then also yeah. same thing with ourselves. Like I noticed for myself is like when I feel like I have to defend myself against these opinions that do not matter ultimately. Mm-hmm. I'm putting myself in hell. I got to yeah. realize part of my healing is got to I got to say no to even wasting my energy on that stuff because it's like it's a hard world out here already without me wasting my breath trying to convince somebody of my humanity who's committed to misunderstanding me. Mhm. Yeah, and it, it, that that's that part's key. The, the like you are committed to misunderstanding me. You've mm-hmm. already made up in your mind what I've said, right? So it doesn't matter what my response is to you. Like I'm an apostate. You already, yeah, yeah. You you don't care. You know that's why I put out that message where I was like, listen, I, you guys already view me as like an apostate. Like you don't need to make up anything if you want to write me off. Like. Your religion has given you everything that you need to mm-hmm. distance yourself from me, right? Yeah. So it just bothers you that I'm not a horrible person, right? Isn't it just bothers that you I'm the same. I'm the same face crack of the century for that, right? Right. Like it bothers you that I'm still, you know, I'm still as real. I'm still as loving. I'm still as um, caring. Maybe even more so. Um, still as accepting, you know, and that bothers you. It bothers you that people still like me. It bothers you that, you know, that that that's the case. And, and you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I'm just, I a, know. Dope ass, I'm just a dope ass individual, you know, and yeah. you're not. And so. people, <laughs> that really, like, that's like the thing, like, ugh, that's the, like, that is the attitude, I think. And I feel like that, that, that needs to be the attitude of so many more of our friends. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, listen, like, you got to recognize that you, we were like, we were looking for approval, right? I think yeah. that's like, well, we're looking for belonging. And it was because we, we were told that we were not allowed to approve of ourselves. We were not yeah. even allowed to belong to ourselves. And you finally getting out of your way or, or, or and, and unburdening yourself from all the expectation and making the only expectation your happiness and your like because like apparently we only get to be in these bodies one time if I, if we mm-hmm. have to we might as well have a good time right right but, but what i've seen like at least i mean i've only followed your work for a slight amount of time um but like i just i see such a your you have such a groundedness about you that is infectious I appreciate that, man. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like, and it's, it's like, I was like, and you're, and you're just like, I'm not doing anything spectacular here. Yeah. I'm I'm just doing what I love and trying to be okay. And trying, uh, you know, to love, to love myself and love others Mm -hmm. as an extension of myself. Right. And people are fucking mad about it. Right. 
They are, man. I think I think the crazy part too, like, I think people have an idea when you say agnostic. Mm. Right? People have an idea of what that means. Or or people automatically view it as like a, like it's a horrible, bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like if you just check out what that means, it really just means I don't know. You know, like it doesn't, I'm not claiming a belief or disbelief. It's just me saying, hey, y'all, at the end of the day, I just do not know. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, I couldn't and couldn't know. And if more people would be honest, Mm -hmm. they don't know either. Um, Oh, my gosh. I wish everybody (laughs) would admit that they don't know. It's the it's so freeing. It's the best. Yeah, It's freeing. Right. It's this thing of like, I like free yourself from knowing. Right. Um, and imagine if you freed yourself from knowing how much more loving you would be, how much more accepting you would be, how many less arguments would you be getting in if you could just admit, like, hey, I just don't know. I'm not certain, you know, mm-hmm. um, because there are things. And this is why I like this is why, like, I. Um, this is why I probably won't ever like completely distance myself from Christianity. Right. Because, um, there are a lot of beautiful things about like pure Christianity, right. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes, yes. loving, pe- like the teachings of Jesus, you know, um, loving people, being accepting of people, um, feeding like, the poor and hungry, visiting yeah, feeding, the widow yeah, and the orphan. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Standing up for the distant franchise. Like, um, Treating aliens and your country as your own. Absolutely. And so all of these things um, that Jesus has taught, those are things I can apply to my life, right? Those are things, those are lessons that that I think are beautiful, that I'm like, you know what? I agree with that 100%. Um, that is part of my, my moral code. Like, that is something that I can live by. Um, and so, like, I don't, so that's why I'm, I would never be a person who would be like, hey, I'm anti-theist or whatever. And, and I'm never closing. The, I, like, at least right now, I'm not closing on the door, closing the door on, hey, there may be a day where I like maybe I reconstruct into some version of this. But right now, it, like it's just uh, there's no pressure on me to do that. Right. There's no like like the freedom to love myself. It's a freedom to love others, regardless of you know, who they are, what they believe, who they love, like I, um, what they identify as, like th- there's, there's a freedom of doing all of those things without feeling like I have to like avoid this affirmation because I would be misleading you and sending you down a direction of hell. Mm-hmm. When that's not like, when like, cause we deconstructed it, which that's not a... <laughs> It's not a place. place. You are afraid of an illusion. Do you recognize that? Exactly. Um, And with that being gone, it's like, man, I... I, There's no agenda. I don't need anything from you. I don't need you to change for me to be happy. Yes. My whole life, bro. Listen, man. Mm. Like, my whole life growing up, bro, I I grew up in church. Yes. You know, like, from the ages of seven, I was... I went to an apostolic super... Um, super charismatic church, you know, speaking in tongues, like all just same, same. rolling around the ground, you know, healing, all all this stuff going on, right? Um, and I was taught from a very young age that all of my relationships for people who are not Christian had an agenda to it. That mm. ultimately, you need to get those people saved. You need to invite them to church. You know, they need to get filled with the Holy Ghost. They need to get baptized, you know, mm-hmm. and they need to then become members of, you know, the congregation. The community. And, yeah, they and gotta, all of those things. They got to assimilate. They got to get right. into it. Exactly. And so my whole, like, almost my whole life was uh, that, or all my relationships had that. Agenda. Even my girlfriends, bro. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to youth group. I ugh, I was so fucking lame. Like, the romance. <laughs> it's like, bro. When like, I was listen, when I was dating women in high school, I brought my girl to many a youth group. 
There yes, was no just, pressure for us to hold hands there. Let yeah, me tell you. Right, right. It was just going to, you know, hey, come to come. To, you want to come to youth group? Hey, you want to go up to the altar call and pray? Like, just do, like. You want to give your heart to the Lord? Dog. Uh, just a lame But I just say all that to say, like, um, there's no agenda there anymore, right? I love you because I love you, um, regardless of, 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 you know, who you are, you know, um, what you identify as, who you love. Like, I don't have to, I don't have to have that there anymore. And um, that's been really, really. And when you look at the crazy thing, though, is like when you look at Jesus, that's what that was, too. Hello, somebody. You know, like he, you how many times where there was somebody like, hey, Jesus, you probably shouldn't hang out with that guy. Or, hey, Jesus, you know what she be doing, right? He's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, he didn't say I didn't give a fuck. But he was saying, no, like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, Jesus did say I don't give word, a fuck. He's, word, like, don't... he's like, <laughs> he's like, why y'all? He's like, Jesus, why aren't you, your people fasting? Like, why aren't you doing the religious observances of the time? And he's right, like, right. because it's not helpful. Like, when I'm gone, they can fast. You know, right, like, right. When, they, when they're trying to, like, give up just, like, can you note that the, the the abundance that's right here? There's no like you fast when you're trying to like get into the presence, but if the presence is here, baby, it's right here, right? Huh. Wow, man, that was good. That was good. I might go back to church, man. Um, Listen, this is this is what I this is I I don't want anyone to go back to church if they don't want to. No, I, I, it was a joke. It was a joke. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. That's no. I, I know. Like I yeah. I do want people to find spaces where they can find inspiration with other people. And I'm yeah. somebody who like, I love preaching still. I love being able to talk about spiritual concepts and beautiful teachers and beautiful ideas and practices that help us actually love. And what's yeah. so wonderful about what I heard you say, uh, you said there's, like, there's no agenda, there's no more barrier. And something I think about all the time is like people say, God loves you. Oh, I'm telling you this because God loves you. I'm like, don't tell, don't tell me this because God loves me. I don't know if God exists. Do you love me? Right. Like, and I think that's what people want to say, or at least like deep down, that's the truth behind the truth. Right. You know? That's just like it's like, couldn't say if God loves you, but I do. Right. That's and that's how God becomes manifest on the earth. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That's good, man. That's really good. It's just like, well, so like, I just like, I don't need you to believe anything. Like, I like, I don't need you to to do anything. I don't need you. to, You're there. And it's like, I love you. Like, as an ex, like, I, let me not. I'll keep going. I will. No, it's all good, man. That's what we're here to do, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, I've been. I've also. I read a wonderful book recently called uh, "Wisdom Jesus" by Cynthia Bourgeau, and she uh, she posits the idea that when Jesus says love your neighbor as yourself, that he is not saying to love your neighbor as as in the same manner that you love your own body, but to mm -hmm. love your neighbor as an extension of who you are, as an extension of self. They yeah. are you. When you love them, you are loving you. I love that. And I'm I like, anytime I'm loving somebody, generative. There's extra mm -hmm. love that is created. There is more. I'm never losing anything it is love without sacrifice and that to me is appealing yeah that's one of the like even that concept like uh it's one of the things where like when the scripture talks about praying for your enemies my mind right because you doing that you praying for your enemies in in turn brings you joy right in turn brings you um, compassion in turn brings you empathy in turn brings you um uh you find yourself forgiving yourself uh you find yourself you you like there's so many things that that comes out of that you know um and so like as i navigate uh as i navigate certain things like i still hold on to loving enemy love loving my enemy and so so while i might address um while I might address ideas right and I might I did I might address toxic concepts what I'm not doing and what you would never find is me actually attacking people right I'll attack like harmful ideas that are going to continue to hurt people sure but I'm never you know I'm not I'm not here to tell you you know mm -hmm. you are 
like, I think you are like a trash person, or I think that you are Satan himself, or I think, you know, I don't, I'm not saying those things. Why? Because like you're a person who is, has a history, who has trauma, who has, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. all of those things that, that led to you to saying the things that mm-hmm. you said. I'm telling yeah. you, bro, um, I'll share this with you. So my parents, uh, my parents split up when I was 10 years old. Mm. Right. And uh, so I stayed with my mom and my dad was the one who left. Mm. So when he left, I saw him once when I was 12, I went and visited him. Um, he took us. So when I saw him, we, we, we visited him. We stayed, we we're supposed to stay with him for a week. Every day he would drop us off at, I don't know if you remember Sundogs, but they were basically like these like daycares at public parks and they would have like these purple shed, purple and yellow sheds and stuff like that. But they were all over America, Sundogs. Um, my dad would drop us off every day at Sundogs, and then he would just go and hang out with his friends, and, you know, or do whatever he was doing. And then he would pick us up at six, and then you know we would go eat dinner, and then he was done for the day. And that was like our time there. And so I ended up breaking my arm at one of the Sundogs programs, and then he was like, "All right, I'm done," and he dropped me off back at <laughs> my grandma's house. Um, and so, Shit. so yeah, so I saw him at 12. Um, when I was 15, I almost died. I had a brain infection and my dad showed up. That was the next time that I saw uh. him. Um, I did not see my dad again until I was 18 when I graduated. Didn't speak with him, nothing like that. So when I was 18, he showed mm-hmm. up, graduated, gave me some money, left. Um, and then, uh, and so I had it spoke. So I spoke, I spoke with him. I went and visited him when I was 24, right? So I'm 20, so I'm 24. Um, I fly, he's living in Atlanta with his girlfriend. I fly down there for his birthday and I'm telling him then that like, yo, I want a relationship with you. This is my last time reaching out. So if you want to have a relationship, I need to see some effort on your side. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, another year goes by never calls me. He then moves to, uh, he then moves to Omaha to where I live. He, he like leaves the girl, you know, he gets, um, he retires and everything like that. And he, uh, he now lives in Omaha. I like, I, I, you know, I'm not able to connect with them. I'm just like, I'm just angry all the time. He stays for about a year and a half and he ends up leaving. He says he's getting ready to leave again. And I, I don't know why I was so mad, but I was just like, dude, you just abandoned me again. Like, I don't like, I, you know, I was like, I hate you. Like I was angry. And I remember, Going, I, I was fully intent. Like I, I, I was gonna go over to where he was, and I was just gonna like, I, I don't. I thought maybe we were gonna fight. Like we were just gonna start. I was just gonna beat his ass. Like I don't know what was gonna happen, but I knew like I was so angry. And um, so then uh, we have a conversation, and um, he starts telling me about his childhood, and hmm. um. Trigger warning for anybody. This is involves like essay and you know all that stuff. Um, but like, so he starts telling me about his his childhood and like his brothers would sell him to other kids in the neighborhood, and they would like so he was getting like essayed by like other kids in the neighborhood, and they would inject him with drugs and like like there were just a lot of like just horrible horrible things happening to him, you know? So one of the things that showed me this, right? That, okay. Mm. Um, it humanized my father and it showed me that like, damn, you're a whole person with trauma, emotions, a horrible history. And it made me look at you like, had I gone through what you had gone through, could I have, could I have done what you, you know, could I have done whatever I expected of you? Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, I couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, like now this doesn't necessarily excuse him. Right. Like, of course, you know, you, you have a responsibility, but mm-hmm. it humanized him and it caused me to see like, no, you are a person, you know, with trauma history and all of those things. So, while yes, you know, we do need to address this the fatherlessness, while we do need to address the trauma you caused me, while we do need to address those things, I can now address the concepts and not attack you as a person because you went through some shit, right? You mm-hmm. went through some like so the the 
like you were put in a place where you were so miserable you couldn't feel like you could do the things that you that I that I was expecting from you. Mm-hmm. And so um so yeah, so that changed my perspective of people though. Right? right. To where when I'm being attacked, it I I I almost like have empathy for you. Like how how messed up do you have to be in here and in here you can you can jump on the internet and say these horrible mm-hmm. things about somebody. Yeah. You know, like you you got to be hurting. And I don't know what it is that like made you hurt that way, but we're going to address these things. I'm not going to attack you because I know mm-hmm. there are some things that I don't know about that you you probably would never tell me about, but there's something there that hurts you to the point to where you needed to you felt like you needed to do this. Mm-hmm. And so so now, so that, that just changes the way how how I how I speak to people. It changes the way how I like I work with I work with kids. You know, I work with kids who are on you know on probation and kids who deal with addiction and all of that. So it changes the way how I you know listen. You you might feel like cussing me out and all the type of stuff, but I'm not responding to you in that way. I know you're hurt. I know mm-hmm. life hasn't been fair. I know, yeah. you, you know, I, I know, you know, that this, this I know that you are following the fearful God. I know right. that you are afraid right. of, of so much Yeah, and that your religion demands so mm-hmm. much from you. Yeah. And I, and, and I think what is, and they, we were all, I think I, when you were saying like, I know these things and like, I was like, yeah, me too, because we were them. We, yeah. for a lot of these people, we were sitting in those same pews in those same places in those same men's groups in the same Bible studies, hearing the same yeah. messages, and we believed it, and we bought it, and we were in until we weren't. And so it's just like it's uh, it's like you it, you, it, you, it, you are uh, you are terrified, you know? Yeah. And so that small little part of just like I'm just here trying to to demonstrate. What if there is a better way? And I think it's the same thing with you and anybody yeah. who kind of starts to get free from the from the system. It's like, you know, your freedom is a threat to the system and the system has trained people to preserve it. Yeah. And it's so your, it, people have to defend their reality. Yes. Um, because uh, you know what that means if you're wrong about all of this. It means, what the fuck was I doing all of this for? And it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. The embarrassment, bro. Yeah, it's it's uh, man. Yeah, I I I think about the things I've said and done, and I like, I like flinch at myself. I'm just like, I shudder at it. Like it's like, oh yeah, I I cringe at so much of my old posts. I don't have like time hop or anything reminding me of my old posts. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm just like. (laughs) Listen, I am a new creation in Christ. I am not going to look back yeah, on the dead. I hear that. I hear that. No, I, I think I put out a post like not too long ago. I was like, why did y'all let me be this lame? Like, <laughs> like what? My Facebook memories popped up. And it was, dude, it was like the most cringiest post. I was like, dog. Ugh. I was really like this. Like, this is... <laughs> We really were oh, like, man. I mean, like, yeah. I remember like, I mean, I was a GD missionary. I was out there yeah. taking pictures with brown <laughs> yeah. babies, like the whole yeah, nine. Yeah. Like it was, yeah. Whoo, but you know what? Yeah, there man. is deliverance in my Lord. Hallelujah. There is, there is, there is. Um, yeah. I, I know that you, I don't want to keep you much past uh, the time. Cause I don't know what your life is like. No, we're good. No, we're um, good. I would love, I know um, you do music, you do creative things. Um, could you tell humans on the internet where to connect with you? Where to say hello and how to how to buy your music and anything else yeah. that you have because listen again we stand ourselves in this world yeah for sure for sure so you can follow me everywhere at J Crumb Music um, uh, J C R U M M U S I C then you can go to my website at, uh, it's jcrumbmusic.com. Um, you can purchase merch. Please purchase merch. There's shirts, Listen, there's hats. There's... When we tell you, when y'all buy yeah. our merch, it re- a it really a it builds the brand. Two really does help us pay our bills. Please go buy yeah, the merch. Really does, really does. So I have really I have a lot of dope merch. A lot of stuff centered around like uh, mental health and and all that stuff. So I would love for you guys to to uh, to support the merch. 
uh, support the music. Um, you can purchase the music at my website. You can also go to my Bandcamp, jcrumbmusic.bandcamp.com. You can purchase music there. You can pay whatever you want. So, um, and then uh, if you are an independent artist, a content creator, small business, reach out to us at streetlightsounds.co. Um, hit, hit me up for a consultation. We can do a brand brief. Hit me up for, you know, if you need graphic design, you need cover art, hit me up for that. If you need, you know, mixing and mastering, we can do that. You need beats. We got you. Um, you need a press release written. We can help you with that too. So, um, yeah. So whatever, whatever really you need it as an independent artist, you need ads management for social media. We do that as well. So, um, that's actually my specialty. So, um, whatever you guys need though, we want to, I want to be able to help out. So listen, I need, I'm, I'm in the business of wanting to make more coin. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I um, got you. Um, I like you so much. I'd like to be friends if you're down. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We are friends. That was my conversation with Jay Crumb. Once again, you need to go follow him immediately across social media at Jay Crumb Music. Also check out his business, Streetlight Sounds. That's um, at Streetlight Sounds, S-N-D-S. So Streetlight Sounds without the O and the U on the end. Jay, this was so much fun. Thank you so much. Sorry it took so long to get this conversation out. Um, I'm going to blame depression, ADHD, and uh, not having an editor until very recently. So shout out to, to them. Oh, by the way, if y'all need a podcast editor out there, let me know. I will happily pass on my uh, my editor's information. They are absolutely incredible. So easy to work with. And I really like them. So, um and I know my editor's listening. I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. You really do good work. So thanks. <laughs> Anyways, that's the show. If you liked it and you want to support this work, you can go to thecrowdedtable.mn.co and become a supporting partner. It's really simple. It's a monthly subscription that not only gets you access to our incredible community, a Discord channel, lots of guided meditations, extra content that I don't put out anywhere else. Uh, you get to like you get early access to all of the live events that I'm doing, including a retreat we're taking in 2023, which is going to have like only like 15 spots on it. And you kind of do you want to be in that number? You need to go be a part of the community, okay? So go check out thecrowdedtable.mn.co. It's a spiritual community for all heretics and doubt-filled believers. So um, support the show, support me. And another way you can do that is by leaving a review for the show, either on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. It really does help get us in front of the people who need to hear this stuff. And do me a favor, share this with your friends. Tell them why it was important to you. And if you want to join the discussion, once again, you can join that over at The Crowded Table or just on social media. You can follow me at the Kevin Garcia. Make sure you pick up my book, Bad Theology Kills, at badtheologykills.com. And subscribe to my newsletter so you can be the first to know about the new book coming out early 2024. I'm working on it right now. And y'all, it's going to be fucking delicious. Okay. Until next time, babes, take your meds, call your person, shake your ass a little bit, eat something delicious, take a nap, you know, look at yourself dead in the face in the mirror today and look yourself in the eye and say, hey, I see you in there. That's it. Just say, I see you in there. Mm. And if you start crying, that's data. You need to be seen. You need to be loved. You need to be held, especially if there's not a lot of people around there to do that for you. So... Just imagine me giving you a big hug. I love you. I'll see you next week. Bye.